Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Cyber Prophets. Cyber Prophets, the podcast that is prophesizing the future of technology. I am here once again with my brother from another mother, Federico. Welcome everyone. Hopefully today you're going to learn new things that can empower you. Yes. What are we going to talk about today, Federico? We're going to go to GitHub Copilot. GitHub Copilot. Yes, we are still on the line of artificial intelligence. We're still talking about artificial intelligence. Our last three videos were about OpenAI and the technologies that they have developed, ChatGPT, DALI for creating images. And today we're going to talk about GitHub Copilot. What is this GitHub Copilot? Well, according to the official source, it's an AI pair programmer that helps you write code better. That's why they say. Among the, the benefits that they mention is that it draws context from your own code, so it is able to recognize the code that you have written and make suggestions based on it. Also, you can create new functions and it can suggest like whole lines or even entire functions based on that. Today, we are going to make a live run and see what are the current capabilities of GitHub Copilot. Wait for it. Maybe something important and a little bit of introduction to GitHub Copilot is that, as I, as I was mentioning, it was created in collaboration with OpenAI. OpenAI, the same company that developed ChatGPT, which everyone is talking about nowadays, and the same company that developed DALI, the image AI art generator. If you haven't checked the videos about ChatGPT and about DALI, please check them out. These are going to be linked in the description. Now, GitHub Copilot has a different set of data that it was trained on and is more focused on code code that is publicly available in GitHub. Nowadays, they claim that it is specialized on certain programming languages, which are Python, JavaScript, TypeScript, Ruby, and Go. These are the languages that GitHub Copilot manages better and that can give you better suggestions. For the time being, GitHub, GitHub Copilot is only offered on a paid subscription basis. That is, you have to pay either 10 euros, $10 monthly, or $100 yearly, if you prefer that subscription. Once you sign up, you have access to different plugins that connect directly to your favorite code editor, and then you get suggestions automatically. For instance, we can mention about the popular code editors, Visual Studio Code, or if you are a Java developer like me, JetBrains and IntelliJ ID. Now, I think that we have had a fair introduction to the topic of GitHub Copilot. Let's make a live room. Federico. Now we're going to do an experiment. And the first thing is that I have my ID open that is Visual Studio Code. As you can see, here I have the extension installed, 
you need to also configure it because it requires you to have an account. There is no other way to go in to use it since it requires an account. And you will also see here the interesting icon that is telling you that GitHub Copilot is running with you because you can run it only for some projects or let's say globally for the entire process. In my case, I'm using it globally, so no issues. And then what you're going to do is that I have this code. So you can imagine that when you have code, things are a little bit harder to modify than when you're starting something from scratch. Yeah. And this is a website that I've been working on it. And my main idea is that I have a, a video that you can see it shows in a pop-up. And what I want to do is that it will also appear here when it says Francis Drake. I would like that here. We will show another pop-up with a similar video so that people can preview it. As we can see, this has a lot of code. It's not like a simple code. And the previous one that I showed you is almost at the bottom, this model. Mm. Where is this model? Yeah, it is here. GitHub Copilot, what it's going to do is that it's going to take a context based on what I'm starting to write. Let's say that I want to have a model for my YouTube video. It will have a model, then I will give it like a Francis YouTube or if YouTube. Then I close it and it will analyze the code that is behind. And as you can see, mm. it took the code that I created before. This magically appeared. I haven't written anything. And as you can see, I have different options. Like, for example, I can do if there are different codes, it will show you. But in this case, since there is only one code, it's not going to create multiple options. Then I can do click in tab and it's going to take what I want to check. What I want to check. It's not going to be perfect. And one of the examples is that this legend 22 is not Francis Drake because the legend Francis Drake is the legend one. It just took something hierarchically that it was 21, that this should be 20, 22. Mm -hmm. So the first modification should be this one. But as you see, it was very minor what I did. The next thing, it created a random YouTube video that matches mm -hmm. the previous one. So it can work as it can have nothing. And you see the video doesn't exist. Yeah. I previously created the, that video. It should be in my history. And it should be this one. This is the video that we're going to use. I can take it. And it's now it's here. Now with this ID, we need to replace it by the one that was created by Copilot, that is this one. We'll remove it and then I can do click again. Let's see if it works. And as you can see, now we have a video. Mm -hmm. Now we have the code ready. And what is the next step? I need to take a similar code that they want for the model. And let's see if it really works. I'm going to take this code. This section most likely will not be understood by Copilot because this is JavaScript. This is not JavaScript, but it's a JSON. We mm. can try to see if it can understand what we can do, but I have my doubts that it will be able because I need to give a context in the text. Since this is not code, but this text, this is a yeah, part straight of out. Let's see if, if it understands that there's some HTML inside that. It added a comma. That was the only thing, but the text inside, it cannot guess it. 
But okay, then, but like I, I was expecting you to open like an uh, anchor link, an anchor tag, and see, see how it how it is completed. Yeah. Did it no. do something? No. Okay. Well, he does it the the ending. <laughs> but it didn't because it's trying to it cannot really guess it might be able to finish the previous code but it's not really guessable yeah yeah but now that we have this i can just if everything is working this id should be visible now here here and it should be enough to show the new pop-up We need to go to the previous page. Mm -hmm. hmm. And here, now we have a video. Okay, great. We might yeah. need to change perhaps the color or something like that because it wasn't clearly visible. Yeah, it was. See now. Oh, okay. <laughs> But now, can we do more things with the copilot? Well, when you're in the JavaScript section, for sure, it can start even guessing. Like, for example, I would like to document this. Hmm. You can start, and if you hate to write documentation, it will help you based on the context of what you're doing down. You can also start creating like different actions. Let's suppose that you would like to create a toggle action, a toggle event. Well, it started to create a code, as you can oh, see. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. But I will, I will do something different, let's say. And it immediately created you the piece of code that you can do. And straight away, it started to do all on your own. Yeah. It can analyze the things. It took even a different context because I never expected that it will create menu has children. Well, this comes from before, from a comment. So it even analyzed my comments. And then it created an action for that. Mm. And in yeah, fact, that's right. it's, it's analyzing everything because it can tell you different tips, different actions, and simplify all your experience. So you, you save a lot of time instead of trying to guess. Or let's suppose that you would like to create like, let's suppose that I didn't have this scroll action. And I would like to create a window. Oh. It immediately created the action. It kind of has a history of what you had there, right? Or did it create it based on the comment that you have? It was based on the comment because this this is not exactly my the same code. It says that the scroll top is higher oh. than 100. It will add this header scroll and this remove class scroll. Honestly, I'm not so sure what is what is the meaning of that code, <laughs> because <laughs> I, or based on what it did it, but it's maybe guessing that I could try to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely guessing. And then here, oops, I went too far, too fast. It gives us like, okay, then you can do an open GitHub Copilot and it will analyze potential codes that you can have based on everything. And all this code that you have here is completely unique. So you can check one of the solutions that meets your criteria. And let's say, hmm, 
maybe this one is what I want, and then the code is here. Mm -hmm. And all this code is completely unique, so you will not have copyright issues or something like that, that you use a open source that something just, let's say it was like a GPL3 or something like that. Every code is completely different, so it saves you a lot of time. Of course, you need to have an idea of what is doing here, because if not, you might have a trick experience and yeah. something can get broken. For example, I might be able to say this, and let's say I need to uncomment this. I think it will break something for sure. It might not be noticeable, but for example, here, well, it's I'm not so sure what is changing. Coral is breaking something behind. There are some errors. Yeah. Yeah, but these are unrelated. But yeah, there is something here. Uh, it's hard to guess what it's doing. But yeah, it, it broke this code. And if you don't have this plugin, well, you see, if you don't know the code that it's generating, it can break a couple of things. Yeah. But in fact, it simplifies a lot your code because if you need to create that plugin to modify that, get the code from the YouTube, do all that modification, it will take you some time. For the next time, we're going to go into a, to create like kind of similar tic-tac-toe like the last time for the, for the ChatGPT. And we're going to use GitHub Copilot in how to create the tic-tac-toe. We will analyze if it's better for this case. Or if it's better, ChatGPT will have a comparison. Which is which one is the best? Amazing, Federico. I think that we can we can see the benefits right away, and I would like to discuss it a bit with you. So, since this was like your first time using GitHub Copilot, right? Yeah. And how did you feel? How did you feel working with it? I will say that in the beginning it was a little bit tricky because I didn't know what to expect. Because I think when you have a lesser, fewer amount of code, it's quicker for obvious reasons. Mm -hmm. But I still save a lot of time because you can easily make mistakes when you are creating even that small model. I make yeah. mistakes in the past. But what it did in the end is like, well, here you have your piece of code and just modify it to what you need. And that saves you a lot of time. Definitely, definitely it saves you a lot of time. And I have here like a couple of notes uh, from what I noticed during our live room. First of all, I am amazed that it recognized the context and it basically replicated the code that you had. Uh, what we had about the uh, text completion, I think that that was pretty much expected, that it wouldn't be able to autocomplete some text uh, as it can be like basically whatever. I was amazed that it has the ability to offer you multiple solutions when you open this GitHub Copilot tab and it offers you 10 solutions and you could choose what is the one that uh, is better adapted to your code. I was pretty amazed by that. I found that really useful and also that it kind of tried to create you create a code for you based on some comments that mm -hmm. you gave right on the other hand um i still have to say that you still need like a quite strong knowledge of the code right isn't it is not like to create 
citizen developers. And for our viewers, we'll create a video about the topic uh, in the future. This is not to create citizen developers, probably, but it does simplify your life, right? Yeah. Also, something important was what you mentioned about the copyrights. That all of the code is publicly available, so there's no like law infringement in using mm -hmm. any of the codes. It can, it, it can be if you don't if you don't know the code remember that the gpl3 yes. says that any code that you write must keep being open source must keep the same license mm. and that's why for example line linux solver prevented linux to start using the to move to the gpl3 as well as gpl2 so it is it is risky because it can it, it it can break code. It's not because it's open source. You can reuse code. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we have to be aware of what kind of code we get from GitHub Copilot, right? No, no. GitHub Copilot creates completely new code. That's why you are, let's say, you are safe from that perspective. Mm -hmm. But if you just go and copy paste a function from GitHub, if you don't know the license, you can get into troubles. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's true. That's true. But the data that um, GitHub Copilot was trained on, do we know if it is like uh, reusable? Should be, right? Yeah, it, it can be reusable. The thing is that it's creating new code. So it takes an example, then it creates a new one, probably it will create it differently, and then you avoid the part of the copyrights. Because okay. it's not exactly the same code, but if you just copy and directly paste the function, then you can have issues because you Definitely. must own the license. Definitely, as as what we saw, like with the with this plugin that you got it somehow into your code, but uh, without having any idea of what that plugin was or what the code was uh, doing during the previous example of the scroll. So you definitely still need some knowledge, and I will I will there to say that you need to have a strong knowledge of the code and what is what is it doing, but it does simplify your life. And what are your conclusions about today's live run, Federico? I think that GitHub Copilot is a great tool that can empower developers to simplify their lives. Uh, however, I will say that is it depends on the kind of developer you are. You need, there are other limitations like GitHub Copilot doesn't work offline. So if you work in some industries that doesn't allow you to use the internet, which I don't know too much which one they will be, you will have some restrictions. Mm -hmm. the, the, you, it's better, I think, if you work in an organization, so you will have access to the, let's say, an easy agreements with GitHub, aka Microsoft. Yeah. Then if you do it, on your own, I'm not sure if you as a developer, how much you will benefit, especially, I think that if you're a freelance and you're getting money from that, probably you will be able to perhaps charge a little bit more for your work and then profit from it. But if you are like a, let's say someone that is more like doing for hobby, mm -hmm. I don't think it's exactly the best, the best way to go. It, it will save you time, but at the same time cost you money. So yeah. you need to find how to monetize it first if you don't have that idea in mind, I wouldn't. I would be careful of using it because remember, it's not free, and they will yeah. charge you money. 
Yeah, that's true. It still has some limitations uh, for hub for hobby projects. Uh, it might not be the best way to go to. Although ten dollars a month is not that much, but it's still another subscription into your budget. So mm -hmm. it's something to think about. And as you mentioned, like uh, regarding the limitations, uh, currently, uh, as I mentioned in the beginning, it has only a certain set of programming languages, which are the strength of GitHub Copilot. So another limitation could be like if you're working in a, in a programming language that is like, which one? C sharp. For instance, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're working in, in one of the programs or the, or the programming languages that is not one of the strength uh, of the Copilot, then the quality of the code that you may get uh, will not be the same as if you work uh, with JavaScript, for example. And another thing that perhaps it will be a good idea for GitHub or Microsoft, as, as they create this, let's say, how to call it, subscriptions for Office 365 that they offer you a lot of tools, it would be a good idea that maybe even if you charge $15 for the users that give you some benefits in the GitHub, or even if you keep the $10, but the, for example, they give you, they allow you to have private pages or something like that. They, if they give you an additional benefit of using it in, in combination with GitHub, it can encourage more users to use it than especially hobbies than if you just charge me for the github copilot because that's something that you need to use actively use it to benefit from it if not is I, I feel it like a risk that you that you might not be encouraged to use it yeah definitely definitely and something that i wanted to ask you is for instance when when we were doing this live room i noticed that uh, of course, it did some auto-completion of the HTML tags, right? Yeah. But here, it is important to recognize that some of the auto-completion might be uh, might come from Visual Studio Code and not from GitHub Copilot. So, were you able to tell? Were you able to tell that, Federico? Yeah, because Visual Studio Code will only finish the tags, and they wouldn't finish inside text. Aha! Uh -huh. Yeah! Yeah! So, okay, yeah, that's the difference that whereas uh, GitHub Copilot gave you like the whole syntax of the of the model, in, what's inside the model, yeah. whereas the the plain Visual Studio code will only have auto-completed the, the div tag and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's a, that's a great benefit. Yeah. And I think that we can close the discussion for today. Next week, as Federico mentioned, we're going to go for another live run. We're going to test if we can create a tic-tac-toe using this GitHub Copilot. So stay tuned, follow us, subscribe on our YouTube channel, in our Spotify as well, and see you until next week. <laughs>